Before we begin this episode, we would like to give a special thank you to the monthly supporters who have been supporting us on Anchor. We really appreciate you. And they are Kit, Atheist Chico, William N., Robin M., and Emily T. You guys are fucking amazing. We love you. And if you are listening and would like to support us, go to anchor.fm slash burningeden666 and click on the support button. And there you can choose any amount, really. If you want 99 cents, that's fine. We love you. And if you can't support us financially, that's okay, too. Feel free to share this podcast with your most loved ones, you know, like your mom, your grandma, your high school teacher, whoever the fuck you want to share it with. Share it. Thank you. We love you. Welcome back to another episode of Awkward Moments Not Found in Your Average Children's Bible. Today we read 1 Corinthians 14, 34 and 35. It says, Women should remain silent at church. They are not allowed to speak. They should take a secondary and subordinate place just as the law says. If there is anything that a woman wants to learn, they should ask their own husbands at home, for it it is disgraceful for a woman to even open her mouth in the house of the Lord. They must be quiet. Amen. Welcome back to another revolting, repulsive, stomach-turning episode of the Burning Eden Podcast. I am Beth, the sexiest, smoothest, and spiciest Satanist. <laughs> and I'm Mel, your undefeated champion of being your favorite co-host and big TD heathen. You may have the TDs, but I am the favorite. Bitch, does Chico have your face plastered on his ass? I think uh, not. Damn it. I need to up my game. <laughs> Damn right you do. Speaking of game, did you go on a hunt uh, to find me some more man meat that I require? Uh, well, actually, since I've been slacking, I figured I could start to run a train. <gasps> you do love me. <laughs> I wanted to make it up to you, so I brought the conductor of this train. <laughs> oh, yeah? Ooh, I better stretch. That's right. All the way from the Atheist Underground, we have Rob Moore, a.k.a. the host of the Atheist Underground on TikTok as well. Well, he's the host of the Atheist Underground podcast, but he's also on TikTok. So welcome, sir. Welcome. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I'm honored to be here. I didn't know you were in a big titty atheist, Mel. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Okay. So I've had I've had like multiple accounts banned, um, but I'm Lilith is still right dot six six six. I was in your live today, but yeah, yeah. Check oh, yeah, out yeah. my titties. I do have an OnlyFans if you want to check them out. I'm just. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta promote, you know. <laughs> I'm with you, man. I, I love big love big titties. I'm a big fan. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am your god then. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Uh, anyway, thanks for the joining show. the live. I didn't know you were. Uh, yeah, you were yeah, Lilith yeah. is still right. That's awesome. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, she yeah, was was well, right. Is still right. Yeah, She's Mel three point Mel four point I have I have five accounts. Two of them have been banned so far. Oh, uh, three now, including Burning Eden podcast. Yeah, <laughs> so our joint account got banned this morning. 
Yep. Who, yeah. What do you get banned for? <laughs> we don't know. They don't tell you. No, I'm, I'm telling you, it's oh. me. They oh, it's you. Hate me. Ta- no, that is true. Hates me. They either have like a tracking on my tits or a tracking on my face or both. And they're like, oh, it's this bitch. We're going to fucking ban this bitch again. Yeah. They have a male dedicated department at yes. TikTok headquarters. <laughs> it's like this office. And <laughs> when you go in and on the door, there's this picture of her tits. And yeah. it's pretty strange, but the whole, everything's purple. You know, they know and, everything and about. The whole room is purple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm obsessed with purple. I have purple hair. So, yeah. It's, All right. it's great. <laughs> <laughs> so um, per tradition, we have the guest to read the Bible verse of the day. So what do you have for us today? Today I have Ezekiel 3, chapter 3, verses 1 through 3. Mm. And he said to me, son of man, eat what is before you. Eat this scroll. Then go out and speak to the house of Israel. So I opened my mouth and he gave me the scroll to eat. <laughs> Then he said to me, son of man, eat this scroll I am giving you and fill your stomach with it. So I ate it and it tasted sweet as honey in my mouth. <laughs> I'm not sure that it was a scroll. You know what I'm saying? I mean, ah! <laughs> well, it was probably long and cylindrical. Yes, right? it was long and cylindrical. And it was in it was in a strange big hand from the sky. <laughs> it's warm and sticky, right? Yes, it is like, mm. <laughs> Let oh, me eat your honey. Let me guzzle. Uh, I mean, <laughs> let, let me gobble your honey scroll. <laughs> Is that like a new cereal? <laughs> no. <laughs> God damn it. It's like honey bunches of oats or <laughs> honeycomb. 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 It's honeycomb. Listen, if, if calm tasted like that, oh my god, I'd be a fucking busy, busy bee, okay? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Eat oh, this scroll. Wow, I didn't, I had not Amen. heard that one. Amen. Amen, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um, that, that was beautiful. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. You got it, you know. God wanted he wanted Ezekiel to go and preach what was on the scroll to the Israelites, and I guess somehow by eating it, uh, yeah. it, it like it like became a recorder. Then he could go and just like regurgitate it without thinking about it. <laughs> and, and, uh, God said, "Then God oh, said God. To, to eat to, to to please eat giant honey dicks everywhere you go." I don't know. I don't fucking know. Oh man, sometimes the Bible, man. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> so we wanted to talk to you about, you know, your religious background and road to atheism. Whatever you want to share with us, we'd be happy with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um I was a uh I was a school I was a, ch- a church boy when I when I grew up. Oh. My, my my parents went to a a congregational church and people don't know what that is anymore, but it's one of the mainline Protestant denominations that, you know, found in New England, one of the denominations of the founders. I want to say John Adams was a congregationalist. Several of the founding fathers were congregationalists. And the idea was that the the congregation could could, uh, decide the liturgy of of the church. And it was a really nice church. It was a liberal church. I did not have religious trauma. I did not have a bad experience ever in my church. Oh, nice. It was not biblical literalism. Nobody told me that that Genesis was was uh, was you know uh, not a metaphor. Nobody told me that the Bible was the literal truth from front to mm-hmm. back. 
questioning was kind of allowed and even encouraged. We wow. learned about we learned about other world religions in Sunday school uh, and with an open mind, you know, as mm. much as you as much as could be expected. It was a nice Sunday experience where I got to see my school friends, you know, most of them uh, on on Sunday morning. I was always first there. I was active in the choir and and, and helped out with everything I could and. Uh, it was a nice experience. I did not suffer from any kind of religious trauma, like you hear people say. Yeah. It was right, just, right, right. it was the kind of religion that like allowed questioning and skepticism. So by the time I got to be sixteen or seventeen, it was very easy to be like, you know what, this is this is all bullshit. <laughs> <And, you know, laughs> we like look at any of this with an open mind. You you can you can pretty much well, they shot themselves that. in the foot, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know. I went away to college and by the time before college, even really by the time I was a junior or senior in high school, I, I started realizing that like, like things like big titties were more important to me than, <laughs> than, uh, I agree. I, than, I agree. than religious doctrine. And, uh, you know, I, I was, I had, you know, some success with the ladies and, uh, hey. I, I just was figuring, you know, uh, I, I don't really need this anymore. It was a nice education experience, but. Uh, it's clearly all bullshit, and I was a party mm -hmm. boy by then, so right. I was nice. on. Uh, it was on for me, so uh, that's how I came out of it. And I says, I suppose I spent like a little bit of time being quote unquote spiritual and figuring mm -hmm. there was uh, some kind of higher power, and that like college kids will sort of make up their own idea of what divinity is within you as a human being, and that lasted about you know a year or two, and then I was just like done with it all. So mm -hmm. uh, that that was it, you know, and then. Uh, Later in life, I became an atheist activist when I started realizing how fundamental religion that I didn't grow up with. You know, I didn't even know any of those people. And then I started meeting people who were really damaged by it and mm -hmm. uh, and decided to start being an activist to try to, um, you know, root out Christian nationalism in America and get back to to the vision of the founders, which is, you know, a country yes. where you were free, free to believe or not believe yep. and, yes. and, uh, and do what you wanted uh, uh, to make money in more of a libertarian kind of way. Uh, mm -hmm. And that's that's not what people on the Christian side of things want want you to believe anymore. And they're twisting uh, the the the, the, uh, the founders' vision into this bizarre, uh, you know, post enlightenment Bible world that we're all stuck with now. Yeah. So that that's how I got into that. Awesome. Cool. So by atheist activism, what what did that look like for you? Well, at first it just looked like me like deciding that there wasn't enough. Uh, uh, atheist representation in the mm -hmm. country, you know, no, nobody in politics is atheist and nobody yeah, uh, in the neighborhood wanted to accept that you were an atheist and uh, all that kind of crap. So I just started looking for atheist groups to be a part of in my area. And there was only one. I'm from Kenosha, which is in between Chicago and Milwaukee. And there was only one group and it was in Milwaukee. So I had to go a half an hour to find like, like seven old hippies in a basement uh, you know, kind of like grumbling about the same shit every week and not really getting anything done. And, uh, <laughs> this is in like 2012, 2013, right about mm. when the, the, the original atheist movement was, was, was gaining some legs, uh, after Dawkins book came out and Hitchens right. was doing his thing and it became real yes. popular. Right. Uh, and so mm -hmm. all, of, all of a sudden this group started attracting other young people. Like I'm not a young guy, but I was younger than like the, the people at the group. And I was more motivated to be an activist and do like events and maybe like have a billboard in town to t telling people what we were about. And these people didn't really, they didn't want to do anything except get in a room together and grouse 
and not be huh. out in public. And I wanted to make a public profile and right, I wanted to right. be, I wanted to be in the public view. And so after I joined that group, like there was a few other people who ended up being the mythicists that we were talking about before these guys mm. joined the group and some other younger people, like in their thirties joined the group and were more like-minded uh, who wanted to kind of do events and come out like I did. And so we ended up taking over that group and getting really public with events and billboards and activism and uh, podcasts and whatever we could think of to be like in people's faces a little bit. And that drove the old people out of the group. <laughs> right? and, then, and bizarre. It's a bizarre long story. I can't even believe what I've been through. I was, I became involved with, with a big titty atheist in that group. And, uh, <laughs> Sounds and, familiar, Baff. And dude, <laughs> Dude, she ended up being a stalker, man. Like we were. Oh, we got, what? We, oh yeah. no. <laughs> we got we got serious for a while, and then she fucking lost her mind on me. She, oh my god. Yeah, she was like, how she made money was as a, a rub and tug, like a, a happy ending massage therapist. Was, <laughs> yeah. Holy it, shit! It, it was cool with me. I didn't mind, you know. Right, right. And, and all that. It was good, and she was a lot of fun. Uh, but then she didn't want like me to like flirt with anybody else. And it's like, oh. we, you know, like, and now we're just talking like innocent flirting. Like we do, you know, it wasn't right. even like, well, I wasn't yeah. cheating on her, but we didn't have any, I'm like, dude, you give people hand jobs for a living. Right. You, you rub people. And you, yeah. And, and you don't want me. And like, she, she got really jealous when I started paying attention to, to, to this, to this other chick who came to the groups. Yeah. And, uh, it, the whole thing got ugly, you know, and I finally was like, you know what? I'm done with this. I was going through a divorce at the same time. Oh. And she, she ended up like, uh, initially, obviously she hated my, my ex-wife that I was divorcing. She ended up like making friends with her oh, and, like, no. and like, yeah. And then like trying to help her, <laughs> yeah, oh, my trying God. to help her say that I was a bad dad and try to get oh, my kids no. taken away from me, which was all oh. bullshit. I was, I was always like, Mr. Mom, I was always the one who took care of my kids. Right. But right. anyway, I went, they went, yeah, she went back and forth like that. I had to get a restraining order against her. She stalked me like hard. Like she like, oh. she, she keyed my car. She let the what? air out of my tires. She painted a black stripe down my car. She did all Ooh, this fucking shit. She like God. stalked us, stalked us to a campground where we were having an atheist event with some people. I, I documented it all and I took wow. her to court. Yeah. I took her to court because she tried to fight the restraining order, you know, yeah. because she knew if, if she couldn't be around me, she wanted to be an atheist activist too. And if, mm. and if they upheld the restraining order, she wouldn't be able to go to any of the events that all of us were going to. Right. 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 Including the reason rally in Washington. So, uh, she would try to fight the restraining order and I brought a fucking book, man, thick as the Bible of the shit she had done. And she brought a lawyer. She brought her brother-in-law who's a lawyer. <laughs> that's, the other, that's the other thing. She, I forgot to tell you, she was married too. Oh she, no! She, she was married to a gay guy. Who, what? Yeah. This story uh, is worth. Yeah. This is. She was married. She was married to a a, a a a closeted gay guy. He wouldn't admit to himself he was gay, but I could tell because my gaydar is very sharp, and I could tell he was a, a honey scroll eater. So. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> they were polyamorous like she he was okay with her getting getting what she right. needed because uh -huh. because he 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 wouldn't sleep with her so uh it was all good you know for a while we actually all lived together in polyamorous bliss for a couple of months before she lost her mind and became a stalker uh, oh my god yeah yeah so her brother-in-law this dude to get the closeted gay guy's brother was a lawyer she brought this dude to court and i still destroyed them my evidence was so solid of uh -huh. what she had done. Oh my God. That the judge was like, okay, uh, you have made your case. Uh, you have exhibited beyond any doubt that this person is 
and he like basically read the riot act to her and told her that she had to stay away from me for four years. Uh, and so she was basically then ousted from the atheist movement because she couldn't go to anything that we did because I was going to be there. So uh, now she's out of atheism altogether. I haven't heard from her. The four years is way over and she, and she still hasn't like stalked me again. So I guess I'm past it. Uh, but anyway, yeah. anyway, what a story. Yeah, 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 I know. Right. And then the mythicists did their thing and, and they broke up with me and started doing the right wing platforming mm-hmm. society that they do now. So they left me to be really like the only atheist activist in the Milwaukee area. And like since that time, I, I started my own podcast. I uh, I fought the school district in my town where mm. a teacher, a teacher, like literally an advanced placement teacher like the the my kid was in like the advanced uh placement class he was a smart kid right so he's Uh in the class where she's supposed to be like teaching them advanced uh subjects compared to the rest of the school and this bitch put the the fucking whole bible on the walls of her school she literally tried in the public school in the public school that's illegal oh it's yeah yeah, it's exactly illegal and i knew it was illegal and i went to the principal and i'm like listen i don't want my son's class disrupted so i'm going to give you a chance to do the right thing and take this down and here's why and if you don't do it this is what's going to happen i'm going to write a letter to ffrf they're going to send a lawyer who's going to yes. write a letter I the love lawyer yep. the lawyer they're going to make the school is going to then have to hire their own lawyer to investigate then the news is going to get a hold of it mm-hmm. on, a lo- on a local level here in kenosha then the milwaukee news is going to get a hold of it because by then i had been involved in other shit so i knew the news reporters from the tv stations in milwaukee and <laughs> And I knew who to call to say, hey, I got a story for you. And they love that shit because it's controversial, right? Because there's so many Christians out there. Whenever they have a thing like that where an atheist loses his shit, they fucking come and talk to me because they know it'll get big ratings because it's controversial. (laughs) Everything, they wouldn't take it down. The principal was too stupid to know that it was illegal and unconstitutional. And they wouldn't take it down. And they offended, not the kids, not the parents, but they offended kids in the class, fourth grade class, pagan kids whose parents (gasps) identified as pagan. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. My atheist son. And several other kids in the class, one Jewish, one maybe was a Muslim. I don't know. But all this yeah. Christian shit in yep. the classroom, it's like, no, bitch, you can't do that. Nope. And yeah. I was really cool about it. it. Literally, I gave them like six or seven months. They never took it down. Stuff from Jeez. Bible verses to an advertisement for a Christian concert where it said, come worship with us with like. What the fuck? Yeah. Christian Jeez. guitarist. All what? of these like God and Christian shit all over her classroom. And. I had a meeting with the principal and a teacher and the teacher's like, it's my right. It's my right. And I'm like, it's not your right. You're going to find out it's not your right. Not if you're working at fucking public school. No. And they still didn't take it down. And so I I wrote a letter to FFRF. They wrote a letter back. They came and investigated The, the, the school, got their own lawyers to investigate. The lawyers for the school were like, yeah, you can't do that. They they wrote a letter apologizing for the teacher. They kind of justified why she was doing it, but they still made her take it down. Meanwhile, I didn't even have to call the news because the news had gone to the school district board meeting for other <sighs> stuff and heard somebody say out loud that, did you hear what this atheist was doing? And the, new, the newspaper <laughs> oh, guy no. was like, yeah. So the newspaper guy on his own, just our little Kenosha newspaper, he's like, ding, 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 ding. He wrote, it, he wrote a story about it, calling her out. And then the Milwaukee News saw the story. And the girl reached out to me and said, what's going on? And I said, I was going to call you because this is this this is happening. She came down with a whole news van, did an interview with me. And you can Google Kenosha Atheist Dad. And, you, and the story will come up. And it'll, it's like a five-minute okay. news story of I me being on the news. <laughs> and and, and uh, she interviews me about what happened. And like it, like it caused such a fucking scene. 
all the Christian parents were all upset. They're too stupid to know that it was unconstitutional. They're like, no, we're okay with it. We wish that every classroom would have that. And it didn't matter. I totally won. They got it totally taken down. Um, and there was like three or four other smaller incidents where the county was trying to spend money on, they were, they were spending taxpayers' money on an organization called Youth for Christ. Oh, right. No, and this is like this no. is like money that you're like, you're supposed to use if you have Youth a community for Christ. group. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like if you started a community group for everybody that was just for underprivileged youth or was for, uh, you know, say like uh, like a, a nursing home for older people or like uh, uh, for autistic people or, uh, you know, any any right. kind of thing like that. That was for the for everybody in the town. This money could go f- reasonably for that. Right. And the bureaucrats just choose. They, they like take applications mm-hmm. on who wants who wants this grant money. And people apply, and then they decide who gets it. They just decided on their own to give it to Youth for Christ. And when you look at Youth for Christ, it's totally oh. just a missionary organization of evangelicals trying to convert your kids to Jesus Christ. When maybe you are Fuck. an atheist, maybe you're a Buddhist, maybe you're a Muslim, and you're just right. and you're gonna sit, you're gonna let your kids go because you're not paying attention. And then all of a sudden, your kid comes back and he's indoctrinated to Christianity. So this is such we fucking bullshit, man. We oh. expose we expose them completely. The, the county, like, again, they wrote a letter excusing it, but they, they quit giving the money away because they said there was budgetary concerns. So there's mm. no more money for it. Or like, yeah, bullshit. You got your bullshit got called out yep. and you decided you to fucking caught. quit. Yeah. So that's in a nutshell. Those are the big things I've done as an atheist in four or five years uh, uh, since that's I left awesome. those, other, those other groups. And yeah, we just we try to be we try to be watchdogs. I, I gave the uh, I gave an invocation at the locals. Yes. Uh, the school, the city meeting, because they start with a prayer, which again was ruled allowable in 2012 by the by the Supreme Court under Scalia. Right? They of said course. it was allowable, but they did say that anybody could give it. You have to let a Satanist uh-huh. give it, right? You have you have to let a Satanist <laughs> yes. give it. You have to let right. uh, a Muslim give it. You have to let a Buddhist give it. You have to let an atheist give it. So all you have to do is go and get in line and take your turn. And I did that, mm-hmm. and I made like a nice three minute uh, invocation, which wasn't a prayer. It was simply a call for the city council to use reason and evidence in their decision-making for the yes. good of all citizens. Yes. And I recorded that. That's on our YouTube channel. If you look for that. That's fucking uh, awesome. It really went fucking great. I encourage everybody to do that. If you live in a town where they do that, get it. Don't be, don't be, don't be shy. Get in line and take your turn to do that. Fuck yeah. And it, it actually went really well. I didn't get abused. I had nobody. They were very respectful that, you know, I told them they didn't have to stand up because they all stand up for the prayer when the right, priest right. does it or when the minister mm. does it. And like, and, the, and it's really short. I'm like, mine's a little bit longer. It's not really long, but I don't want you standing up. Everybody sit down, just give me my time, <laughs> listen to what I have to say. And it was, it was cool. They all listened and, uh, and were respectful. And so, you know, that kind of stuff makes a difference. And if the Satanists do it, they tend mm-hmm. to like think about quitting it all together. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're like, maybe no, we shouldn't yeah. have a prayer. Yes. The, right. You know, right, and that's right, like, right. that's the great thing about Satanists. That's what they get done. Have you seen the Hail Satan documentary? Hail you know Satan I, have, I haven't watched it. I haven't watched that. But oh, yeah. it's really good. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. really good. And there is a part where they talk about that uh, doing the invocation. And I forget what town it's it's at, but this group of Satanists decide to do that at the local, uh, you know, council meeting or whatever it is, and people flipped out. You know, <laughs> they it's lose like, their shit. They lo- They lost their shit. It's like you're inviting Satan into a into our homes and hearts or whatever. Right. It was yeah. so funny. It you is the real. Yep. Oh yeah. my god! In fact, one of our uh, one of our <laughs> other chapter members in Florida tried to do that. He gave uh, he gave an atheist invocation, 
And somebody jumped up afterward and gave another Christian prayer to cancel it out. <laughs> yeah. Cancel it out. Cancel it out. Yeah, that's that's what she did. Yep. Oh there, so. that's, that's that's fucking Florida though. Like they were they were. Oh. Really they were respectful of me here, so I was appreciative of that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my! I, I'm from Florida, so I hate Florida so much. Yeah, it's too bad because you know, Florida would be cool if it wasn't for Floridians. <laughs> Listen, I'm a native, and I still live here. But yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I want to get the fuck out of the state. Yeah, yeah. Fucking a. Fucking a, man. Oh. But you are basically what I hope to achieve as an atheist like just being active and calling out their bullshit in mm-hmm. person not just like on tiktok yeah you know? <laughs> yeah so like because i'm te- like i feel like i'm still like a baby atheist i you know i've i've grown uh, like 16 17 i started to like not believe in that shit but like it was very recently since joining tiktok is where i got my voice so i'm still learning how to do shit how to you know take shit down and whatnot yeah, um, yeah yeah no it's important to do so good luck don't be don't be afraid if you're in a position where you're not going to get like you lose your job like i get some people can't come out and that's why we need to do it right. so that so that yeah. it can get normalized and people yes. don't get discriminated against because we are mark my words we are the last civil rights movement Mm. And that, yes. that's what that's what we're, we're fighting and people are like yeah. Oh, yeah you're just a bunch of old white guys and i'm like no we're not <laughs> it seems like that no. because all, all white guys are generally the ones who are in position to go ahead and fight it. Right, right. You know what I mean? So it looks yep. like an old white guys movement, but <laughs> it really is. And that's why I left the mythicists because they weren't they weren't helping women, you know? Yeah. Oh, um, so uh, I, I meant to ask you, can you re-explain to our, our listeners? Because I know we'd already talked about it, but can you re-explain what they were or are? The mythicist Milwaukee thing? Yes, yeah. Yeah, they we, they were a group of, of Christ mythicists. They, they watched the... Uh, uh, the the guy I forget his name Peter something who made uh, Zeitgeist Part One. If you've never heard of that movie, watch oh, it. Oh yeah, it's it's got some it's got some issues. Like he he like took some liberties with the truth. So you got to take a little bit of it with a grain of salt. But okay. it really opened my eyes to the way that Christian mythology is related to ancient astro theology, mm. and it explains how Jesus is really just um, the representation of the sun rising in Pisces. That's why there's so much fish symbology. In Christianity, because Jesus was the the dying and rising sun god during the epic that the sun was rising in Pisces, which is basically from uh, the, the the time Jesus was born until 2200, when the age of Aquarius actually begins. Right, we're all familiar with this is the dawning um, of the yeah, I was thinking that. Exactly. Like, so, because we're in the last few centuries of the age of Pisces, and it's mm. going to be the age of Aquarius, at which time mm. Jesus. As, a, as the fish god, Jesus would no longer be relevant, and we would move to a water carrier god based on Aquarius. And there would be new symbolic. Had, the, had those mythologies kept on you know, being the way that we thought about the world, the, the, the Aquarian god would have been the one to replace Jesus in the next incarnations of the mythological writings that, that the Bible mm. was based on, right? Mm. And, and what happened before this was the, the age of Ares. So Moses was the god of the ram and that's why abraham sacrificed a ram instead of mm-hmm. isaac right that's why yeah. the the israelites used a ram's horn there's all this ram symbology in the old testament because that was the age of Ares, and they got in trouble the israelites got in trouble for worshiping what a golden calf because taurus was before Ares, and moses what? understood moses understood that they should have been worshiping a ram not a, a not a calf or a bull 
because the age of Taurus had gone and they were worshiping the wrong God. So it, it really makes sense when you read it. It's like, wow. And that's why there's all this, this, this kind of symbology in the Bible. Um, but anyway, uh, the, that movie Zeitgeist, the first part of it, the second part is like banking conspiracy theory. shit, <laughs> And the third part of it is something else, which may be interesting, maybe not. But the first part will really enlighten you in some, some ways about atheism. Um, so I, I encourage it. But anyway, these guys watched that and they loved it so much. They wanted to spread the word about Christ mythicism. And I thought mm. that was cool. But I more wanted to be involved with atheists who wanted to be active. And the atheists in that group that I, that I had joined in Milwaukee were not active. They just were dusty old hippies in their 60s, <laughs> really, in their 60s and 70s with ponytails. And they just sat in a room with, with no fucking windows. So they couldn't even be seen by the public. And I'm like, no, damn it. I want a sign out that says, here's the atheist meeting. Come join us. Here's right. what we do. Here's atheists doing good in the community. Here's atheists doing uh -huh. a coke drive in the winter. Here's atheists helping the homeless, whatever. Right. And they didn't want to do that. So I just aligned myself with these other people and we moved on from that group and we started doing events. We hosted a debate between Richard Carrier or between, yeah, between Richard Carrier and a, and a preacher uh, named Justin somebody uh, and on the, on the, historical validity of the resurrection we hosted a debate between rich robert carrier robert price and bart ehrman on the actual historicity of jesus whether jesus actually existed wow. at all hmm. never mind be awesome. existing but just as an archetype and having then been mythicized into a, a, div a divine being with magic powers you know um yep. so we did like three or four events we like did a podcast. It was pretty successful. I've interviewed fucking people from everywhere. Oh, shit. We did we did one a week. Uh, yeah, I'm really connected in the atheist community. I know Dan Barker and Annie Laurie Gaylor. I know Dan Barker. Yeah. I, oh I, my god, I love him. I, I party with Richard Carrier. Yeah. Uh, oh shit. Uh, I interviewed Lawrence Krauss about uh, you know science. I, I've met Bill Nye. I've been, ah, I, I, love I ran him. the I ran the Reason Rally. I helped run the Reason Rally. I, I was the guy who like That's got awesome. the, the the Wu Tang Clan to come to the Reason Rally. What? Uh, yeah. Oh, I negotiated. Shit. I negotiated the contract with the Wu Tang Clan to do that. I totally met Method Man and and Jizza and uh, <laughs> Killer Priest and a lot of those. Who guys. are yeah. you, sir? I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's uh, I've, I've I've been around the block with all these people. I know David Silverman. I know, um, you know anybody who's anybody. Right. Aaron Ron, Seth Andrews, are on my cell phone. Like I can, I can reach out. I met Matt Dillahunty. Party with Matt Dillahunty. Um, oh, yeah. Man. So I, I'm I'm totally connected. <laughs> Um, so anyway, that podcast, you know, lasted for like Ooh. three years and we interviewed everybody. Shit. I interviewed the former governor of Virginia, first black governor in the country, uh, nice. Douglas Wilder, uh, just oh. a ton of people I was able to, to interview as part of that. So it was a cool podcast for a while, but like I said, they, they just, they didn't, they, in the end, they weren't really interested in being atheist activists. They were interested in raising right. their own profile and doing, yeah. and making money, making money through having events. And in the end, they weren't mm -hmm. service. They, they pretended to service the atheist community and people were coming for that and leaving because they weren't being satisfied. So I'm like, this is not what I want to do. Uh, some other shit happened and, and they end up kicking me out for some trumped up. Reasons. I was like, oh. Fine. Fuck, fuck you guys. You know, you suck anyway. Uh, and so I started my own podcast. So if you listen to you the first podcast, yeah. So th those guys, you know, for a while they did some decent work in the area of, secularism and atheism and mythicism but in the end that turned out not to be really what they were about uh, mm -hmm. so we, we went our separate ways and more power to them let them fucking do what they do um, right i, I don't mm -hmm. get in their way they don't yeah. fuck with me anymore and i don't fuck with them yeah yeah 
Shit. That's what it is. So I've been doing uh, all that shit. And then the TikTok thing took off. I just, you know, yes. the, podcast, the podcast is small. I don't have a lot of lot of uh, momentum because I don't get them out very often. Right. And I'm, right. Not a, I'm not a great marketer with that shit. I'm not, I'm, I'm like, and I'm an old guy. Like, uh, I'm not very, <laughs> I'm not very snappy with social media. You know, I get it and I try. But right. my, my buddy, producer Jay, said, why don't we start a TikTok? I'll come over and we'll start doing these videos. And like, we got like 15,000 followers overnight. It was unbelievable. How the and fuck did you do that? I, people just, people really liked our videos, you know, that yeah. the content. Bullshit. Right. And, this uh, bullshit, uh, sir. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, can't help it, man. Uh, can't help it. Uh, yeah, and I would have never expected it. It was the last thing. I'm like, I thought TikTok was for like kids, you know? And yeah. uh, I feel like I am actually the oldest guy on TikTok, and I might be. No, <laughs> actually, I've I've seen uh, an old grandpa who like recently died. So uh, maybe <laughs> now you are. Cause he's maybe dead. now I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace, Grandpa TikTok. <laughs> so how how long have you uh, been on TikTok? Since February. Of you this motherfucker. year. Yeah. February this year. Yeah. And, and I'm about to hit three thousand. Forty thousand subscribers, almost a half a million views. Um, oh, which is not, man. It's not as big as the big ones. Not as big as Captain Dadpool. Oh, no, I, he, he can suck my dick. It's fine. Yeah, he can suck <laughs> a scroll. Like, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <clears throat> he can suck a honey scroll. Yeah, he can. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, like I just lost my main account, my my big main account. It was at twenty four thousand or twenty three thousand, and then I okay. fucking lost it. Oh, yeah. And I'm like. Uh. <laughs> So now I can I can barely get a thousand now, which sucks. But because I really want to go live, because and and because they would they would ban me from my lives because they would report my life, even if I'm just sitting there staring at the camera. Like it's so stupid. Why live. though? Because I got stuck on a 13 year old Christian TikTok and they hate yeah. me. I've oh, I've had yeah. so many videos made about me calling me you know like they, they attack my weight, they attack my looks. What You're you know? Jezebel. Hey, I'm a whore. I'm a whore. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> is that a Sopranos reference? She's a hua. <laughs> I love that show. Um, but and then like the last account, because I was trying to go to a thousand so I can go live. The second I got to a thousand, I was permanently banned. Again. That's bullshit. So I'm just at there's this something point, very fucked up about TikTok. Now. I'm telling you, it's like, getting seriously. worse. So. It really is. I finally got a I got a uh, a video taken down that like had nothing wrong with it. I, I, Mm -hmm. yeah. blew my mind. Like, I'm like, really? Of all the offensive shit I've said, you took down this video? Mm -hmm. I, uh, I got a video, well, multiple videos taken down, but one, like, I was joking about how I wanted to get railed by Tom Hiddleston, and they, the Christians started to comment on that, having nothing to do with God or religion or any of that, and then that one got taken down, or... Everyone wants to get railed by Tom Hiddleston. He's <laughs> hot. That guy's hot. And every, I don't know it, one chick who doesn't love Tom Hiddleston. Oh, my God. Fucking Loki just dropped with the, with the new series. What, and I'm like, wasn't it great? I watched it last night. Holy shit. Tom Hiddleston has such a range. And when I he love does it his, like, his low, like, Loki voice, I'm like, oh, give me some sham wows, man. I just, oh, <laughs> God damn. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, can, I, can draw, I can drown a small animal in my panties whatever yes. I <laughs> <laughs> or baptize a baby or that's a sexy man that is a sexy man <laughs> I, and he, oh, I fucking love him and i'm a raging hetero but i i'm, not, I'm comfortable with my sexuality <laughs> hey, that's if, fucking a, right. if a dude is hot i call it out man. yes yeah yeah i, I, I like I, I love it that i'm seeing all these uh all these uh, straight dudes <laughs> 
yeah. <laughs> simping over Ryan Reynolds. It's like I won't cheat on you with you know Megan Fox or whoever, but Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> I fucking love it. I love it so much. Right. But, but yeah. But anyway, yeah, well, so yeah, my, my accounts have gotten banned. His you Beth, you have. Two I'm on accounts? my third. I'm third on my third now. Though. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at you right now. And you do have some rocking big titties. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like take my money. Um, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, man! I'll trampoline on them bitches. <laughs> fuck yeah! You're fucking hilarious, man. <laughs> <laughs> No, um, I appreciate you guys. No, yeah. for sure. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm surprised they haven't banned you yet. I mean, I don't I want to like, say, like, like, like that's what I mean. That's what I mean. I feel like I'm on borrowed time when I feel like all these people that are getting banned. Bearded Skeptic gets banned every fucking yep. minute. Yes. And, yep. and, and I love his content. And yes. Jeff, uh, uh, Atheist Troll, yeah, he's on his eighth troll. account. Nine. Nine. I think he he kind of he kind of asks for it though, man. I think he oh, literally is an atheist troll, <laughs> yeah. and he's just like <laughs> he doesn't give a shit. I'm trying yeah. to get I'm trying to get huge now that it's rolling, so I you know I get worried. I don't want to get banned. Like, I'm I'm chaos, which I understand why I got banned, kind of, but it's still suck because I I rip Bible pages, I lick Bible pages, you know, I dress up as Lilith, my cosplay, you know, like ripping Bible pages. So like I get it, but still, I get it. <laughs> I get it, but still. <laughs> you should lick a honey scroll. You should lick a honey scroll. <laughs> Like you video. know what? I'm gonna make for for our promo for you. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a honey scroll and lick it for just for you. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Oh my god! I fucking love it. <laughs> so, okay, so I have a question. So, what in, what inspired the name for your TikTok? Um, we it's the name of the podcast, and the when podcast, yeah. I, the people that started the podcast with me, I had a group of of three or four people who were like, "Let's do our own podcast. We'll help you." And we just had a meeting one night and we were just throwing out names. And, and this one gal said atheist underground. And I'm like, you know, what? I, I like the sound of that. And mm. I, I've always been a fan of trains. And so right away, it made me think of the London underground, which is the subway mm. in, in London where I lived for a little while. Oh, and, uh, and, and I love that. Uh, so I was like, yeah, I like that. And why don't we just go with the, the, the railroad theme? And my, my creative mind just got carried away with me. And I envisioned a, a secular, a fictional secular land where a subway train rode around to different parts of the secular community, like mm -hmm. rationalism, secularism, mm. humanism, atheism, agnosticism, mythicism, free thought, whatever you people call themselves yeah. or, you know, and we ended up doing like women in atheism and you know, I'll do one on black people in atheism at some point. We did one on, mm -hmm. on Latinos in atheism oh, cool. where I had uh, David Tamayo, el Colombiano. I don't know if you know him. He's I the don't. leader of. I don't oh, know. you should. He's the he's the the country's top Latino atheist. He runs Halfrey, really? the oh, Hispanic shit. Hispanic American Freethinkers, and oh, uh, he's a highly successful like PhD in Washington scientist oh. guy. Uh, yeah, and uh, and so we did a we did a, a Latinos and atheism podcast. So that's how I envisioned then the the virtual railway, which was the atheist underground, mm -hmm. and it also made me think of the underground railway, where underground railroad, mm -hmm. where you know, obviously this uh, slaves were escorted to the North in mm -hmm. secret. And I figured, well, we are emancipating people's minds from the slavery of religion. So right. we could be the atheist underground psychological emancipation railway. That's and so awesome. I just went with the, went with the train theme. And so that's why I got the whistle. I love it. <laughs> and, 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 and the I, outfit, you know, Yeah, the outfit. And, the, and then it became a thing, you know, once yeah. I got the hat for the TikToks for the videos, I'm like, why don't I get a fucking hat? 
and, and like be the en- the engineer of atheism. And, and it, at first it was like, people were like, what's with the hat, dude? Uh, and like the trolls were like, this guy wants us to take him seriously. And he's like wearing like a five-year-old's toy hat. But now it's like a total, a total brand, you know, my fans right. love it. And, and they, people come they to, you yeah. Buy it. Yeah, exactly. yeah. And they come to expect it. So it turned out to be good marketing. And uh, Fuck yeah. uh, so awesome. that's, that's what the, that's what the name was about. It's, it's I love that idea. <laughs> I really love that idea. I didn't have a chance to listen to episodes. I, well, I started listening to one of them, uh, but then I got kind of busy. So sorry, yep. but I yep. noticed Same the way. format. <laughs> no, I, I noticed the format that, that you were mentioning, like how it stops at different stations. I really like that. That that's really clever. Thanks, man. And, it's it, and it's it's very well produced too. I gotta say. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And that's why it takes me so long to do it. You know I mean? Yeah. I, I, I'm uncompromising with the production and I, and we try to, we try to do some comedy here and there and try to yeah. fit in speakers and science and stuff. And you know, uh, it's awesome. It's, yeah. It's cool. I, I work on, uh, uh, audition. I have audition and I record separately on a, like a mobile recorder so I can take it to places mm-hmm. and then I come back and I bring it. Uh, wow. it's the only way I know how to do it. The gal who, the gal who helped me was a French gal. And uh, she disappeared. She moved to England and kind of left okay. me holding the band. I'm like, this. so that's the only way I knew how to, how to do it. So that's how I do it. I run a audition on the, uh, you know, the Adobe uh, Creative Suite, which is awesome. Right. So worth it. Yes. Uh, I had you know, that. It really is. It really I had is. it. You <laughs> had access to it. <laughs> so where, where is your podcast at? Can I find it on iTunes? Or what do you do? We use Anchor. Okay. Uh, which distributes it to Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Like we just upload it to Anchor, and Anchor takes care of it. Basically. Okay, so I can yeah. I can find it on uh, on on iTunes. Yes. Yeah. yeah you okay. All right. I'll look for it. I didn't have a chance either, but I totally yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll listen. To it. <laughs> Surprise, yeah. motherfucker! Also, <laughs> on, on, on YouTube, if you want, if you like YouTube, there's no video right now, but yet, we upload but the audio tracks to. Yeah, yeah, uh, and so do we. Eventually, uh, the, the guy who does it for me is pretty slow at it. Um, yeah, we oh, use, you have like uh, a team going on. Yeah, he shit. has a team. He's a producer. Nah, I, I, I wish Not I had a... more of a team. I wish I had Jeez. more of a team. Like the guys at Cogdis have a real team, and people mm. can get them out faster when they do it. And they don't do it as complicated as I do. Right. It's more like this one where it's just talk, and and then they go with it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, uh, that's the reason that that there's only been 26 episodes in four years. You know, cause <laughs> they're, they're, I, I set a high bar for myself. So yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. Uh, what can you do? At yeah, they're, they're, in podcasts, we set the bar real low. <laughs> <laughs> Big titties, low bar. Big titties. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I fucking love that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the episode. Big titties yeah. in the bar. <laughs> no, no. Oh no! But you guys have fun. I mean, you know, I'm, uh, I'm jealous of the way that you just like roll with it and go. And, I, and I, maybe I should do a little bit more of that. Yeah, I mean, we we started like we obviously we want to try to expose the bullshit that is religion, um, but mm-hmm. we, we want to have fun with it because it's a lot of it's very like serious, which it absolutely needs to be, you know, because it it's a serious topic, and you know, but right. I feel like. There, there's more. There needs to be more comedy in it, you know. Yeah. Which I, I, I hope that we are. <laughs> you know, we think, we we're, think we're funny. <laughs> you know what? When, when people laugh this much, it's it's hard for it not to be funny. You know, I find yeah. when I'm listening right. to stuff, it makes you smile just to have people who are so easy to laugh. So 
I, I, I appreciate that about both of you. I can tell that. Yeah. Just, you know, Thank you. Yeah. High, high spirited scroll eaters. <laughs> <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> I prefer agave, agave nectar on my scrolls. You know, uh, agave, not so much. Tú como buen, buen mexicano. <laughs> yeah, how do you know Spanish, by the way? I, I I work with Mexican dudes, and I have for like almost almost thirty years now. Oh, and shit. the first, oh yeah, in the first year, like I moved to Chicago, which is full of Hispanics, obviously. Ooh. And I'm good with language anyway, and so you know how American culture has just become full of the Spanish language anyway right. over the over the last twenty or thirty years. So if you like pay attention to even like Dora the Explorer and, uh, yep, yep. <laughs> or if you like watch uh, billboards that are bilingual sometimes, or you just listen to the media, it's like you pick up a little bit of Spanish anyway. Yeah. And oh, I was yeah. always good with the pronunciation because Spanish is very simple, honestly, the way it's yeah. put together. Uh, it and the, if you understand the phonetics of it, it's easy for a guy like me with, with vocal talent to, to mimic the sounds. So when I started working with Hispanics, they were the first ones I started working with were bilingual and, and mm. they, they, they got, but they got a kick out of the little Spanish that I was able to say, you know, oh. I would go, I would go to the taqueria and I would go, <laughs> you know, yo, yo quiero un, un burrito de pollo or whatever. Oh. And, they, uh -huh. and they would be like, wow, man, that sounds good, man. <laughs> and then they would, teach me swear, they would teach me swear words, you know, of like, course, so of course, the yeah, first course. summer I would be like, mama me la verga, tu pinche cabrón, <laughs> you know, shit like this, man. And, 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 el culo, tu huevón. Ah! <laughs> shit like that right so and, and and that makes them laugh right so they right. teach me more and, and so and I, and i'm a kind of guy who I, I i understand language on a deeper level right when i hear it like most people learn language by learning that this sound means this and i if i learn this sound i know that that translates to this when i learn a word in spanish i see it spelled in my head mm. so i learn how to spell it oh, write wow. it spell it write it read it and and speak it all at the same time and awesome. I, I understand that language is is built around sentences not nouns and in school they try to teach you like a bunch of nouns right me mm -hmm. when i learned spanish when i taught spanish to myself i would say to the guys okay tra you know uh, conjugate for me the verb to be and the verb to have because these are irregular verbs in every language and you say if you yes. learn to if you learn to say I am, you are, he is, she is, etc. And then the plurals, and I have, you have, they have, we have, she has, all of that. If you learn those two conjugates and then you can add a predicate to it, mm -hmm. then you learn, you're already, you're learning how to speak something. You know what I mean? Yep. So I would start by saying, teach me this. I mean, yo soy tu eres, el está, and all of this. And then, uh, and then to have, yo tengo, tu tienes, and then you add a verb to it, right? Yo right. tengo comida. Yo tengo huevos grandes, whatever. And, <laughs> Yo tengo elefante en mis pantalones. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And, and, right, and then you, you've learned the foundation of a language that you can build on instead of uh -huh. learning the days of the week and the name yeah. of the colors and a bunch of nouns and then you don't know how to use them. So right. it's like, right. I feel like language is not taught correctly in America. Mm -hmm. And when the second job I had, I, I got thrown into a group of, of, of pinches indianos, man, pinches the Oaxaca and Chiapas, guys that did not know Inches any what? Indios. Oh, in, in, indigenous. Indios. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Indian. What is it? Indianos, yeah, like they were Indians. Uh, no, Indios. <laughs> uh, uh, and that's like kind of a, a slur, right? They don't like to be called that necessarily. But my point is that they didn't know any English. Mm. And right, so I, right, ha right. I had to like use the little Spanish I know and just 
just it was like being in Mexico from then. Every workday was immersion in Spanish. And from then, mm, okay. from that point, it was like a year, two years maybe when I was like basically fluent. And so then, from wow. then on, I was yeah. able to teach, teach myself like the past, the imperfect tense, the past perfect tense, just because of what I understood about English grammar. I'm like, okay, uh, uh, teach me wh- how do you say, um, you know, the verb querer, right? To mm-hmm. want in, in, in the past was yo, yo quería or yo he querido, right? The past and the imperfect. Yeah, you're a master, sir. Yeah. <laughs> and once you do that, yeah, yeah, thanks. And then you know, the, the learn the future, and you you come to understand that it's just like English, where Spanish people will be lazy with their with their their, uh-huh. their use of language, and you learn that idiom because people don't say um, uh, uh, yo yo trabajaré, right? I will work. Mm-hmm. That's technically proper. Yo, yeah. people say yo voy a trabajar, just like in English. Exactly. Like, I'm I, yep. I'm going to work. Right. Yep. Instead of mm-hmm. instead of saying I will work, it sounds really formal and stupid. So nobody talks like that. Exactly. You know, I, w- I was able to extrapolate that information right away and make it so that my fluency was very conversational and very uh, normal sounding instead of like going to like, you know, get a Ph.D. in Spanish. And then you come out and you sound like a professor and, the, and then the guys are like, they don't want to talk to you. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was always a real there was a real companionship and they respected me because I spoke their language. Uh, and so it just it piled on. And it was just, it was very easy to, to learn the, the future tense and subjunctive mood and, and crap from then on out. Uh, and later on, I, I took one Spanish course at a college. I finally, I'm like, because the guys I work with aren't very educated. They, they have sixth grade educations, you know? Mm-hmm. So you ask them a technical question about their own language and they can't really answer you. Mm-hmm. So I did, I did finally go back to a college and I tested and I tested straight into a, a level 350 course with my knowledge wow. of Spanish. And I was able to get with a professor take one term of, of school and ask some like, like real questions, you know, and learn some, some higher grammar. So, uh, but with that, I learned, like I, I can extrapolate Spanish. Uh, I can, I can extrapolate French and Italian. What? I don't wow. meet a lot of, I don't meet any Brazilians or Portuguese. So my Portuguese is weaker, but, but French and French and Italian, I can basically read. And That's fucking I cool, can, man. As I try, I can, I add on to my French, my French and Italian vocabulary. Uh, and even right. Romanian, which is the fifth uh, yeah. romance language. Romance yeah. yeah, actually, I'm kind of the same way. Well, when, when I grew up in Peru, I went to a, a school that taught French for the first six years. So I don't remember a lot of it, but I can still read it and I can understand a lot of it. Yeah. Um, and then here in, in the U.S., I learned Portuguese in the yeah. university. So I know wow. Spanish, Portuguese, English. I also know sign language. Yeah. And I can understand Italian if I like slow it down a little bit and read it. Yeah. I mean, the reading yeah. it is so easy compared yeah. to like it's really you know, easy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and it's very Romanian, similar to Spanish. Yeah. I've yeah, seen some different. Romanian too, and I was like, yeah, I can. <laughs> I think I know what that means, and yeah, because yeah, yeah. it all comes from the same roots. So That's right. It is yeah. pretty cool. I, I really like languages myself. Yeah, I, I'm the same way. And since I learned German in school, then I can add oh, on wow. the Scandinavian languages and Dutch. I can look okay, at those. Okay, so what language do you not know? I think that's a shorter list. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Chinese. I wish. I, wish. No, <laughs> I don't know any Chinese. I don't know Arabic. I would like to know Russian. Mm. I would like to know, uh-huh. uh, you know, but life's getting Ooh. short. I'm not sure I'll ever have time to learn that shit. Russian. Uh, but but no. even Polish, you know, there's a lot of Polish uh, immigrants in Chicago. And I was mm. able to like throw together a couple of words of Polish, because no matter what language it is, once I start looking at it, it comes to me really easily. 
Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's huh. fucking cool. That's impressive. It's pretty fun. <laughs> it's pretty fun. I got to say, speaking Spanish in America now is fun, man. It's like having a, access to the whole country instead of half. Mm. <laughs> yes. It really is. I- I speak American, okay? So ah, <laughs> even though I'm half Guatemalan, I speak American. Well, you're also Floridian, so I'm also Floridian. But I I was born in Miami, okay? Fucking <laughs> 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 A. I lived in Guatemala for like two years, but when I was like two, but still. What? Apparently I knew Spanish as a child very well. I'm now I'm hey. like struggling. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. The, the, the woman I the woman I married and then divorced from now is half Puerto Rican, half mm. Mexican. Okay. So we have family in Puerto Rico still. So hablo un poquito boricua también. Boricua. Che, boricua. Che. <laughs> Viva boricua. Puerto Rico. The Puerto Rican tell me one time, no hablamos mexicano, hablamos boricua. <laughs> it's true. Right? It's true. It, it's hard to understand when they get going. The accent, oh. the, dial, the dialect is different. Yeah, they bend the right? R's and the L's. and Yeah, they uh, say bolsa. No tienes bolsa. una bolsa. Instead of bolsa, right? Bolsa. Mielda. Ah, eso mielda. es una mielda. Right. <laughs> yep. And they swallow their S's. Vamos para arriba en la caja. It's a sloppy I love version. It. But I want to go to Puerto Rico. Really... Ah, Puerto Rico's great. It's great. Yeah. If you can take the crime rate, you know, and someone doesn't shoot you in the street. Uh, <laughs> seriously. Well, like 20, 28% unemployment and like rampant crime. Oof. But it's beautiful there. It really is. Yeah. Beautiful murder. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, like, I had a, a, a question about like your TikTok. Do you get like death threats or hate comments like in your, in your direct messages or like in your uh, comments? In the comments, I do. Yeah. The Muslims okay. fucking the Muslims want to kill me now for. Oh my gosh. For, for oh. Talking shit. Classic. Yeah. Christians don't. Christians try to convert you. Muslims try to kill you when you piss them off. <laughs> yeah. Christians go. Christians are like Jesus loves you. If you just if you just open your mind you'll believe i'm like you mean if i if i if i believe then i'll believe what the fuck is that <laughs> exactly so fucking stupid man i was like i've already been there sister i've already been there uh, so, so, i was gonna ask you like what is your favorite argument that christians have made for god for their god? <laughs> my, my favorite argument i know somebody actually asked me that on one of the videos <laughs> i did they're like, what's, and I'm like, none of them. What do you mean? Their favorite or your favorite attempt, their like attempt to prove their God, you know? Um, I don't know. I, that's a hard the question. Trees. Because I, the trees. I find them all so stupid. But yeah. I did have one guy say that the fact that, that the fact that humans can understand each other with language is proof of God. Oh, and, I've never heard that one. And I had another guy say that if, if there wasn't a God, there would be life on every planet. You get your head around that one. Just think about that for a second. If what? If there wasn't, yeah, if there wasn't a god, life would have evolved on every planet with each, each with its harsh environment. But because there's a god, he made Earth special for the only place. Earth is That's the stupidest special. fucking thing you ever heard. <laughs> I was like, "You're a dummy, man." I what haven't heard that one. I, I was yeah. like. You need to stop eating honey scrolls, boy. <laughs> Damn, that's. Uh, I'm kind of jealous that you get more stupid uh, comments like that. Yeah, they're they're hilarious, man. There's there's. I love the ones that say, "Look around." Yeah, <laughs> just right, look right. Yeah, your evidence. Your evidence of of God. I'm like, no, I'm evidence that my dad fucked my mom. That's, that's what, what I'm I said. <laughs> 
got evidence that my parents fucked, unfortunately. And then they yeah, curse, here yeah. I am. <laughs> here we are. Didn't ask to be here. Thank you right. very much. Like, thanks. I hate it. You know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Fucking A. Oh, shit. Well, we both want to yeah. be you when we grow up. Yes. Uh, <laughs> is that an old joke, you fuckers? <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! We're well, really, really old. We want to be like you. That, yeah. is that <laughs> <laughs> well, when I first saw Baphomet's uh, account, like, you had put, you had put like, uh, we're gonna have Shannon Q, who's great on your show, and then you were like, this, this is God's will. So I really thought you were like a Christian troll. <laughs> Oh, no. like, I wasn't sure at first, you know. And, and then you—it's what out the to Lord me. wants. It's what the Lord wants, man. That's that's evidence of God is that the Lord wants <laughs> a, a dude named Baphomet six 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 to have uh, an atheist TikToker on his show. Um, so, yeah, so, uh, but no, I really appreciate. I appreciate it. Uh, it's it's awesome to uh, uh, to be on and uh, and to be uh, sure. to be appreciated yourself for this for the shit we do because it's a lot of work. It is. it is, especially working with Beth. He's the worst. Go oh, fuck yourself, lady. God damn it! I do every other night. I told and on my OnlyFans. Just saying. <laughs> I mean, you're gonna have to add the scrolls to your OnlyFans. I, oh my now. god, I should. You can well, just I, read the verse well, first and then go. Yes. Oh. Well, I need to. I need to find the crucifier. So <laughs> I need the Lord inside of me. The Lord's honey scroll. You need the Lord's honey scroll inside of you. Oh no! <laughs> God damn it! Holy shit! <laughs> well, thank you so much, Rob. Where can we yes. find you? Yes. Uh, so right now, just TikTok, or is there other platforms? You got the email. I'm on. You can find the the podcast on on the, all the places you mentioned, mm-hmm. iTunes, Spotify. I'm on Facebook with Atheist Underground. I'm on Twitter, which I don't really use either of those two very much anymore. Uh, and we're on. We have a Discord server now, as you found out. Uh, and uh, we're on YouTube too. We're trying to get to a thousand subscribers on YouTube. So mm-hmm. spread the word there, because then we can go live from our mobile devices and we can go fuck with uh, like <laughs> like uh, like we can go fuck with like uh, the drive through at at Chick Fil A. <laughs> Uh, Damn it! Oh my god, I want this now. I can go through Hobby Lobby and go through Hobby Lobby. Oh, like Hobby Lobby's like, the worst. Aren't they disgusting? Uh, I actually like. I have a love hate relationship with Hobby Lobby because they have stuff right? that I need. They have oh, stuff that course. I need, yeah, yeah. and there's nowhere else in town to go. But when you go in there, it's literally like running the gauntlet of Bible verses, uh, uh, disguised as household kitsch. Uh, <laughs> so, um, God damn it! Anybody that's closed on Sunday. It makes me itchy for those kind of reasons. I'm like, why? Yeah. Why, yeah. why are you going to put tasty food out there and not make it available to people on Sunday? You're just a dick. Right. And you would think <laughs> they would make more money on Sundays since it's That's the exactly Lord right. Day. If, yeah. You so know? if they really care about After church or something. After church, yeah. 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 That's the only reason but, why I went to church is for free lunch afterwards. Right. <laughs> Anybody who works on the Sabbath shall surely be put to death. I mean, you've read Leviticus, right? This, this is true. It's yeah. in there. So, uh, yeah, it you know, here, be, it's it, in the Bible. It must be true. Yeah, it must be true if it's in the Bible. <laughs> God damn it. All right. And we wanted to remind our listeners that we do have a merch store. If you go to our bios on TikTok, you will find a link to the merch store for the podcast. We have some cool shit. And we have a new design of Mel fucking Jesus. 
Always. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, what I, it's what the Lord wants, okay? Um, also, <laughs> if you are a simp, I mean a fan, of our content and like what we do, please consider supporting us. You can do so by going to anchor.fm slash Burning Eden 666 and clicking on the support button. Oh, I got merch too. Can I can I plug my merch? Fuck yeah, do Fuck it. yeah. You can plug whatever you want. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, Pull out my honey scroll and do some plugging. Um, I'm a busy, uh, busy bee. <laughs> it's uh, it's Cafe Press, cafepress.com slash atheist underground gear. Perfect. Excellent. All right. And then we'll put that in the description of the episode. So they'll have links to, to every, everything. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> And yeah, and that is it for today. Thank you so much for joining us. That was the Atheist Underground with Mr. Rob. And that is what the Lord wants. <laughs> amen. Amen. <laughs> All right, amen. See you guys.